Christ is risen, alleluia. He is risen indeed, alleluia. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, amen. On this Easter morning, we hear in the Gospel lesson about the women who come to the tomb so as to anoint the body of Jesus. And there they find the tomb already opened, and an angel appears to them, telling him that telling them that he has truly risen indeed, and that he is no longer there, but back to life. It is from the gospel lesson that we heard last week for Palm Sunday, where we hear about how the Pharisees, the chief priests and scribes, remembered what our Lord said, that he would die and then rise again on the third day. And so as to show him to be a hoax, they demanded of Pilate that a guard be placed at the tomb and that it also be sealed with their seal, so that they could, on the third day, on that Easter morning, open up the tomb and then show people the decaying body of our Lord, and by that to show that he was not the Messiah. But whereas they recalled those words of our Lord, the apostles did not. And so after seeing and being somewhat scandalized by his passion and death on Good Friday, they thought that all was lost. But it is on this day that we hear of our Lord's resurrection. Even though the enemies of our Lord wanted to prove him to be a fraud, which he was not, they, in a certain way, reassured the veracity of the resurrection because we know and can say that the apostles came to steal the body away since it was guarded by soldiers and was sealed even with the seal of the Sanhedrin. But whereas... They did neither group believed. It took a while for the apostles to come towards that faith in Christ resurrected from the dead. In fact, many times he would have to abrade them for their incredulity after his resurrection. And it had to be after many proofs of his resurrection, such as the touching of his sacred wombs, like we hear about Thomas in next week's gospel, the gospel of the doubting Thomas but also that he ate, that he was amongst them for those 40 days before he ascended into heaven. So as to prove the veracity that truly he is risen, that he's not just a ghost appearing to him, but is truly that his body and his soul are reunited and brought back to life. It is truly in that faith in the resurrection that we first meet, or how would I say, bring into our souls that sanctifying grace that leads us to be pleasing to God and for our sins to be forgiven. We can see an example of that in St. Paul the Apostle. Before his conversion, he was an animate persecutor of the Christians. And it was on his way to Damascus to persecute Christians that our Lord, risen in his glorified body, appears to St. Paul and casts him off his high horse and brings him to the knowledge of the resurrection, that he truly is the Messiah, the Son of God, made incarnate, who suffered and died on the cross and rose again gloriously and triumphantly on Easter. And by that encounter with Christ resurrected, St. Paul has a deep-hearted conversion and becomes an animate proponer of the gospel, going to such lengths as visiting various parts of the Roman Empire and even suffering death so as to witness to Christ. We see this also with the other apostles, that when they were timid, that they were doubting in faith, that they were through that encounter with our Lord's resurrection, with him being present amongst them after his passion and death on the cross, that they finally were strengthened by his grace so as to preach boldly the 
gospel that Jesus Christ suffered and died on the cross so as to redeem us from sin and rose triumphantly, showing that he has conquered death and sin. As we celebrate this Easter morning, let us strive to increase all the more our faith, to know that the motive for our faith is not, how they say, the goodness of the people around us, or that the world will acclaim us, or be happy with us, or to show us great benevolence because of our faith in Christ. But we believe because it is revealed by God, who can neither deceive nor be deceived. And so by that faith, let it certainly transform us so as to open our hearts to that sanctifying grace, which is the means of our sanctification and our salvation. That sanctifying grace that was won for us by our Lord upon the cross and that is communicated to our souls through prayer, through sacraments, and through good works. We must always strengthen our faith by living it well. St. James the Apostle wrote that, Faith without works is dead, meaning that we can believe, but unless we show it by our way of life, well, we will not reach eternal salvation. We can still be damned, even if we believe and we are Christians, but if we do not do the works of Christ, instead doing the works of the devil, the flesh, and the world, that is sin, well, then we would lose our salvation and not reach heaven, and instead end up in hell. And so all the more, we need to strive that our faith be a living faith by cooperating with the graces that Christ has won for us on the cross and that he gives us freely, that we allow that grace to transform us, no longer being that old person that we were, which was bound by sin and by death, but instead to be revitalized by Christ, regenerated, and so as to have eternal life and to have that hope that comes from that faith in Jesus Christ and that charity, that love of God and love of neighbor, which of course brings that divine life into our souls so that we can reach heaven. Especially after accomplishing those holy and pious works of Lent by which we mourned our sins, we had a, hopefully had a sincere and contrite sorrow for having offended God through our sins, by that conversion to him all the more by repentance, and of course that striving through the merits of our Lord Jesus Christ to make satisfaction for those sins by the penances that we engaged upon during that holy season of Lent, that we will truly be transformed. And may every Lent be a transformation for us that each Lent we become more and more like Christ. And that will bring us greater joy and happiness on Easter because we have done, we have cooperated with Christ, and it gives us all the more that firm hope that we will reign with him gloriously in heaven, being faithful to him, to him who is ever faithful to his promises. And so let us strive as we rejoice on this Easter day and throughout the season of Easter, that we not go back to our old ways, but instead that we strive each day to walk all the more in the ways of Christ, especially by the meditation on his passion and death, his glorious resurrection, and his teachings in the Gospels. A great method for us to bring those home each day is to pray the Most Holy Rosary, because in the Rosary, we meditate upon the life of our Lord, and we see the mysteries that are brought to us by the God-man, that those mysteries for us to contemplate, and then also by contemplation to draw more, to imitate his virtues. Because become, becoming more like Christ 
will help us and sustain us when it comes time for us to do battle against our old selves, our wicked inclinations, also the devil and the world, which of course war against our souls, trying for us to be enemies of Christ, in other words, to turn our back and betray him. And so the more we strengthen ourselves with God's grace by developing the virtues, by imitating Christ, the more we'll be able to be strong in the face of those temptations to remain loyal to our Lord and, of course, reach eternal life in heaven. So let us strive greatly rejoicing in Easter, not in the rejoicing that the world does, which is basically living out to all types of frivolity and whatnot, but a Christian joy, a joy that is animated by that hope of eternal life in heaven, which, of course, our Lord promises us and that we see in a certain way in this resurrection of our Lord. Because just as he suffered and died upon the cross and rose gloriously, if we, taking up our cross daily and following him, dying all the more to ourselves, enduring those sufferings that the good Lord may send us for our purification and our sanctification, well, then we will have all the more that greater hope of a glorious resurrection at the end of time, and that when we leave this world, we might reign with Christ in heaven with all the saints. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.